Hey there, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. Well, you've thought about doing your own podcast, let me tell you, it's not near as hard as it used to be. I launched a podcast back in 2008, and it was crazy difficult to get it listed everywhere where listeners were, which back then wasn't really that many places. But now, podcasts are everywhere, and with a platform like Buzzsprout, you can be all over the place with one click, plus a great-looking website, analytics, and more. That's why... We use Buzzsprout. So follow the link in the show notes, and that'll let Buzzsprout know that we sent you, and you'll get a $20 credit if you sign up for a paid plan. Plus, it helps support our show as well. Again, down in the show notes with Buzzsprout. Let's go. All right. Go ahead. The time is now. Let's do it. Here we go. This is the Ike Wingate Show. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Join the show now. Text 870-505-1518. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Good morning. Welcome to another day, another show, another new week, Monday, November 6, 2023. So glad you are here with us. Hope you had a fantastic weekend. We're going to try to start your week off. The right way, this hour, celebrity birthdays, this day in history, random facts, and we'll review some of the sports that happened over the weekend. Next hour, the Wiggles are upset because their music was used to drive off the homeless, plus fake police lights gets a guy in trouble, and we'll talk about the turkey shoots that are coming to your radio, plus a whole lot more today. It's all being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law online at ozarkjustice.com, or give them a call, 479-253-1234. And a very pleasant Monday morning to you here, November 6, 2023. First up, the celebrity that I know is my mom, Carol Wingate, having a birthday today. Hope you have a fantastic day, Mom. And coming up now... Additional celebrity birthdays. Emma Stone, the Oscar winner for La La Land, is 35. Patina Miller, that's Kanan's mom in Power Book 3. And Daisy on Madam Secretary is 39 today. Lamar Odom, NBA star, 44. Taryn Manning, who is in Orange is the New Black, is 45. Zoe McClellan, Agent Brody on NCIS, 49 today. Thandai Newton, who plays Maeve on Westworld, is 51. Rebecca Romaine, who was number one on Star Trek Discovery. Eve Baird on The Librarian, she's 51 today. Ethan Hawke is 53. Kelly Rutherford, who is Blake Lively's mom on Gossip Girl, is 55. Peter DeLuce, no, Peter DeLuise, how about that? who played Doug Penhall on 21 Jump Street's 57 today. Corey Glover from an... Is this Living Color? Living Color. From Living Color, the the group. The musical group. 59 today. Lori Singer from Footloose, 66. Maria Shriver, 68. Sally Field is 77. Today is National Nachos Day. We're five days until... Veterans Day, and 17 days out from Thanksgiving, and on this date in 1860, 82% of the eligible voters turned out to elect Abraham Lincoln as the 16th president, the first on the Republican ticket, mind you, that happened on this date in 1860. Jacob Schick was granted a patent for the electric razor 100 years ago today. 
1961, a brush fire tore through Bel Air, California, burning down homes of Burt Lancaster, Zsa Zsa Gabor, and damaging or threatening the homes of Marlon Brando, Cary Grant, Robert Stack, and Kim Novak. Phil Donahue started his small talk show in Dayton, Ohio, on this date in 1967. On this date, 1993, I'd do anything for love, but I won't do that. By Meatloaf, hit number one on the pop singles chart. Stayed there for five weeks. And the movie The Siege, starring Denzel Washington and Bruce Willis. And Waterboy, starring Adam Sandler, both open to packed houses. Because the... Trailer for Star Wars Episode One was being shown before and after both pictures, so it wasn't about the movie so much as the previews. That was on this date in 1998. Winona Ryder found guilty of grand theft and vandalism for shoplifting overpriced clothes from Saks Fifth Avenue on this date in 2002. And in 2012, Barack Obama won his second term in office. Those are your celebrity birthdays and this day in history. Good morning. And it is that time of morning for your random facts. Mild peppers, mild bell peppers did not exist before the 1920s. So there you go. You're welcome. Barbie has had more than 200 different careers, including astronaut, doctor, rapper, and Canadian Mountie. Her first gig in 1959 was fashion model. She's had 23 jobs this year, including referee, math teacher, and U.S. president. Yeah, why stop there? Only three of the 20 most watched TV finales have opened since 2000. Only three. Friends was in 2004, Frasier in 2004, and Everybody Loves Raymond in 2005. So all the uh, 17 others were prior to the year 2000. Eric B. and Rakim filed a lawsuit against Island Def Jam over their album Paid in Full because they figured out they had not been paid in full. Ironic. And in around two-thirds of the country, Jeopardy airs before Wheel of Fortune. In the other one-third, Wheel is first. Those are your random facts. Good morning. And I hope you had a fantastic weekend out there. Of course, today's show brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law. We actually had some, uh, well, we'll talk about the Razorbacks here in a minute. Friday night, the Carroll County Super Bowl happening between the Green Forest Tigers and Berryville Bobcats. The Green Forest Tigers were victorious 16-6. to And the Huntsville Eagles fell to Ozark 56-30. to in Friday night football action. Of course, on Saturday, the Razorbacks uh, traveled down to Gainesville, Florida, winning for the very first time in the Swamp in an overtime matchup. Yeah, that resulted in a win for the Razorbacks from a touchdown pass to end the game for K.J. Jefferson. Of course, the Hogs finally getting their very first conference win of the year. You know Sam Pittman, Coach Sam Pittman, Breathing a huge sigh of relief, of course, after a bye week, getting a little extra time to plan, and of course, firing their offensive coordinator, Dan Enos. So, 
It looks like the Hogs have found a little bit of a spark. They're going to need it to keep burning this weekend. They're playing Auburn on Saturday, 3 p.m. in Fayetteville, televised on the SEC Network. So hopefully the Hogs can keep going and salvage something of a season. I believe they are still there. There is still the possibility of being bowl eligible. You know, there's so many bowls out there. You don't have to have a winning record anymore to get in them. So uh, we'll see if that is the fate for the Hogs or not. And whether they can at least salvage something here at the end of the season. But it was nice to see them get a win in overtime and go down to the swamp and make it happen. So that is very good stuff. Go Hogs. Good morning. Good morning to you. Well, do you uh, do you remember your kids watching this, or maybe they do now, the Wiggles, the people dressed up in these uh, costumes, dancing around, singing. Uh, apparently their music was used in Australia to frighten homeless people or, or get them out of, the, out of the area. The Wiggles say that they're now deeply disappointed by an Australian city using their song Hot Potato to drive away homeless people. The city of Burnbury says that they play the song on a loop to discourage people from congregating in certain areas, but that the volume was turned up to an unacceptable level. Hot potato, hot potato, hot potato, hot potato, hot potato, hot potato, hot potato. Wow, so th- this is what they play loudly over and over to get them to uh, stop congregating. So, I mean, you hear this enough. You might want to go get a job, actually. Good morning. It's time for Stranger Than Fiction. Well, you've probably dreamed of doing this. I mean, when you're in a traffic jam or cars are just moving a little too slow for your taste, you say, if only I was in a police car, only if I had police lights and a siren on my own car. A guy at East Haven, Connecticut, got pulled over the other day for putting fake police lights on his car to beat traffic and get to work faster. His name is Michael Marshall. A cop spotted his Dodge Challenger on the highway with red and blue lights flashing, so they ran his plate and saw that it was not registered to any law enforcement agency. Michael admitted he was using them to get through traffic faster on his commute. This was just before 9 a.m., so ironically, he ended up being late to work that day because of the lights. They towed his car, arrested him, and released him on a $5,000 bond. He's due in court, facing serious charges for impersonating an officer. It really is like the story of the tortoise and the hare. He thought he would get there faster. He ended up not getting there at all. He ended up going straight to jail. That is Stranger Than Fiction. Good morning. And a very pleasant good Monday morning to you. Hope you had a fantastic weekend. My name is Ike Wingate. So glad you are here. This morning, today's show brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law online at ozarkjustice.com or give them a call, 479-253-1234. Starting Thursday, yes, it's that time of the year. We're just a couple weeks out from Thanksgiving and our 2023 turkey shoot will get underway on Thursday. That's where you hear the turkey gobble and be the correct caller on the Williams Properties real estate phone lines. And guess the correct number of shots it takes to bag the bird. And if you win, you are going to be going home with a free turkey from Hart's Family Center. If you're not able to guess it correctly, you still go home with a nice prize. A two-liter bottle of Coke from Sunfest Market just for playing. It all starts this Thursday. So make sure you are listening. Good morning.
Good morning to you. Hope you had a fantastic weekend out there. Of course, one of the things we did, we set the clock back, right? Saturday night into Sunday morning. It gives you one more hour of sleep, but your biological clock gets thrown off. We almost had daylight savings time permanently, right? The House of Representatives passed it, but the Senate never took it up. And that was, I think, last year. So it never went anywhere. Maybe it was a year before last. Anyway, according to a recent survey, 70% of Americans think that changing the clocks twice a year is a waste of time. And here's why we don't like it. It disrupts our sleep. We have to adjust our sleep schedule. And it affects our mood and mental health. And, of course, you have to go around the house changing all the clocks. Yes, and you do have to turn the lights on earlier. So, I mean, is this really what's good for the environment? I don't think so. 21% of us never wake up feeling refreshed after that extra hour. How are you feeling today? A new survey, 21% of people say they rarely or never wake up feeling well-rested after getting that extra hour of sleep. That usually is because you're not well-rested, you're not spending enough time in bed, or you aren't getting enough quality sleep when you're there. People are asked about their worries at bedtime and what might be keeping them awake at night. And guess what was number one for people? Inflation. For the second year in a row, that's what people are thinking about. That's what they're worried about. Potentially could be affecting our sleep. COVID is second, followed by gun violence, climate change, and politics. 43% of people say they've experienced insomnia this year. 25% have experienced restless leg syndrome. And 17% have experienced sleep apnea. The number one worst sleep habit is going to bed at different times every night. The second worst habit is screen time in bed, followed by eating too much right before bed, falling asleep with the TV on, and pulling all-nighters. Really? I don't know how people do that. Anyway, this is uh, from this survey. This says uh, neurobiologists at Northwestern University have just conducted a survey which shows that the occasional all-nighter could alleviate depression temporarily. The idea is that acute sleep loss can increase dopamine release and rewire the brain. That's from U.S. News and World Report. I'm not going to try it. I would be suffering for days after pulling an all-nighter. I just know it. All right, good morning. Good morning to you. Well, do you still have any of that leftover candy from Halloween in the house? Well, there is a shelf life on that candy, you know. Candy has a pretty good shelf life, but not infinite. There are five types of candy and how long you have to eat them. Chocolate candy, if unopened, can last up to a year. Dark chocolate lasts up to two years. For open bags of loose chocolate candy, you cut the timeline in half. So you still got time. Candy corn, three to six months. I mean, who who cares? Throw that stuff away. It's trash. Uh, gummy candy can last six months to a year, depending on how it's stored. A cool, dry place is best. Sour candy lasts up to a year. If you open a bag, store it in an airtight container to increase the shelf life. Hard candy like lollipops and Jolly Ranchers. The National Confectioners Association say those last a year. But a study at Kansas State found it's the one type of candy that can pretty much last forever if stored properly, which makes sense. If it's not too humid or whatever, then uh, I mean you could have that through. Store, store that in your 
in your bunker for the apocalypse because uh, hard candy. I don't. I don't see the. I don't see Jolly Ranchers going bad as long as they're not in a, you know, hot room, right? So there you go. You, you got plenty of time to eat that candy, so don't rush. Good morning. Good morning. Today's show brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law. Well, there is new information out now on Matthew Perry's death. Matthew Perry, of course, played Chandler Bing on Friends. And now some tests have come back. Of course, he died while in his hot tub. They first said it was a cardiac event. Then they said a drowning. Apparently, though, according to initial reports, his death was not caused by an overdose of fentanyl or meth. Initial tests showed he did not have either of those drugs in his system. I guess you can test a little bit faster for those two drugs, but the results of the more comprehensive toxicology report are still pending. It could take months to get that, by the way, sometimes at least six weeks. Anonymous sources have said that Matthew Perry was sober at the time of his death, okay, and that he was seemingly in a good place. Apparently, he was seen with a mystery woman at dinner the day before his death. Her name's Athena Crosby. She's a 25-year-old model and entertainment reporter and a Venezuelan citizen. She says she and Matthew were just friends. She didn't plan to talk about it until the pictures went public. She said Matthew was in extremely good spirits and, quote, so happy and vibrant. As he spoke about things coming up in his life, he was also excited about losing weight and playing pickleball the next day. So... For those around him, it didn't seem like he was in a depressed state in which he didn't have plans for the future. So maybe we'll find out more from that toxicology report. Good morning. Hey, I want to tell you about another podcast I'm doing, one that is shining a light in the dark corners of our media, our government, and our culture. It's the Ike Wingate Show. You can find it at IkeWingate.com. Please subscribe to it, listen to it. It's a longer-form, unfiltered podcast that delves deep into the issues that are happening in our culture. So check it out, please. Hey, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. It's an honor to know you've been listening and hanging out with us. We know you got choices, and believe me, we appreciate that you made this choice. We'd love to spread the word. We need your help with that. Leave us a review. Rate us whatever you can, because that'll help spread the word on the show. You want to contact us? Hit us up. Show at IkeWingate.com. We're on Insta. We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're everywhere. Just type in the Ike Wingate Show. Have a great day.